everyone and welcome back to the Will Be Right podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm Hannah. We're very excited to be back with you today and we're very excited to be with one of our normal listeners. Yeah, but like live and as in person as you can get while being via um, Zoom. Uh, Mary, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank (laughs) you for having me. So exciting. That's okay. Oh my gosh. Also, this is really one of Hannah and I's goals in starting this was to meet somebody that we didn't know. Yeah. And you actually checked off one of our goals, which was a message from somebody who we didn't know before. Before. Yeah. And we've actually received one (laughs) from somebody else who's um, part of the Americans in Perth Facebook group. And both times it felt just awesome. It's so cool to feel like you're connecting with people in and like in a local community too. So it's not like, oh, this is somebody we'll, we'll never see. There's like, yeah, pretty small enough. There's like an off chance we could run into each other somewhere. Oh, we'll run into each other now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll make it a point too. Well, Mary, um, do you want to give us a little, a little bio of, I mean, I know that I, have we mentioned this, that we each have like little bios that we tell people when, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why are you here? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can give you a breakdown of yeah. why I'm here. Um, so I married an Australian, just just like you guys. Classic. Um, move. I found my Australian in a King's Cross bar while studying abroad, That's and so he <laughs> he essentially followed me home to Indiana, um, oh my <laughs> which God. was great. So you're from um, where, in, where in Indiana are you from? Uh, my parents live in Indianapolis, but at the okay. time they were living outside Indianapolis in a little community called New Pal. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we moved out there. We, at that time, it wasn't really possible to get the fiance visa situation in America. What year? So was we kind of, that, that was in 2005. So wow. we just kind of were like, either we're getting married or we're breaking up. Like, which yeah. one is it? Yeah. So we decided to get married because, you know, we were like 23, didn't have any assets. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we can always just get divorced. <laughs> it doesn't work out. It's all good. So, yeah. So we got married in Indiana. Yep. Very quickly. And then we struggled to find work. I was just at a university. Um, my husband had an advanced degree and he it was just hard. So about a month after we were married, he decided he wanted to go to medical school. And I said, not in America. So we moved oh, yeah, back to Australia. <laughs> yes. um, and, and he actually only just finished his specialty. So that journey started in 2005 and it's finally ending in 2022. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, is, he, is he from Perth? No, he is from Sydney. His parents okay. live in Campbelltown. Um, and yeah, so we chose to move to Perth together um, after living in Sydney for a couple of years. Um, he went to UWA here. Cool. Oh, and cool. we just decided we liked it enough that we wanted to stay. And yeah. No. Well, we're happy to have you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's part of well before us. Yeah, that's so, true. Did you move? You moved to Australia then in 2005. So I moved in 2006. We had, we had like a, like a very fast wedding in 2005 and then, and which didn't involve a wedding dress or anything. It was like the, the mayor married us. Yeah, the mayor <laughs> married you <That's- laughs> of, the, of a small town. Yeah. Okay. Um, my mother-in-law came out for it. 
Um, so it was just like our parents. And then I was like, you know, I really want a white wedding. Like I always thought I was going to have like a proper wedding. So we had a proper wedding in Wollongong, New South Wales, which was lovely. It was also the day I met pretty much his entire extended family for the first time in my life. Yeah, and yeah, I know one of you is a wedding photographer. My wedding photographer, I somehow forgot to tell her that I had never met all those people before. So it wasn't until the family photos that she was like, "What is going on? Oh my this gosh. dynamic is so oh weird." Like, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I have never met these people before." And she was like, "Oh, that would be such a weird dynamic. Um, like, you would be able to tell yeah. so soon." Like, yeah this is not, this is not yeah. up. Yeah. And I, why like is she say, introducing herself like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like to say during family pictures, like you squeeze together, you know, like act like you like each other, but in that situation, you wouldn't even know if you did or didn't. <laughs> no. no. Oh so God. yeah, it was, it was very, but it was a beautiful, we had a beach wedding and then we had a reception at a lookout called Mount Kira, which was beautiful. My parents came out, my, some of my childhood girlfriends came out, which was nice. Oh, that's, um, that's really special. Yeah. So yeah. And then we moved to Perth in 2009. So we were there for a couple of years. Yeah. I gave it a go and decided it, Perth was going to be for us. So yeah. it that. is a nice place. We like it. We like it. We do like it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how, I guess I kind of, I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit with how you found us, um, through the, do you want me to talk about, yeah. Do you want me to talk about Americans living in Perth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I am the administrator, um, one of five administrators for a group called Americans living in Perth. None of us started that group. Um, it was handed over to April Radijak, I think. She's probably going to tell me I'm wrong. I want to say it was in like 2011. Uh Um, She took it over and she was the lone administrator for a long time. And then when I had my son in 2016, she was like, please, please join me. (laughs) The group's getting too big. It was like approaching a thousand people at that point. And and so I was like, okay, I'm not working anymore. So fine. Hmm. Um, And then after I had my son, I was like, you know, I just, I need to make a commitment to like getting out and meeting people more. My village was really small. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, don't have, like, I have a cousin here, but not a lot of extended family. So I just wanted to do something more. So I I made it a goal to like host an event every month um, within that group. Um, And I did that for many years. And I've slowed down in the recent, like when COVID started. Um, But we also have other administrators now who hold events and do things. So yeah, now our group is just over 2000 members. I'd say at least 60% live in Perth. Um, The rest are people who've gone home. Yeah. And the they're good to have in the group because, you know, just to give the advice of what to do when you go back, we've had members oh, yeah. leave Perth and then come back again too. So it's really, oh, that's so interesting. it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thanks for letting us post about our podcast. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, I was like, yes, who are these girls? That, yeah. This is such a good idea. Like, why didn't I have this idea? Fantastic. Uh, it's been so fun. And honestly, we found like so much. That page has been so helpful. Just ridiculously helpful. Yeah. Um, Well, that is its purpose. Like we just really want to connect Americans to another, like other Americans. Yeah. Um, We've had to put a lot of strong rules into the group around politics and stuff, but that's just not what the group is for. The group is about finding the food you want to eat and making friends. Yeah. Yeah. 
If I've I... also had a lot of visa advice come out of that group. Mm, yeah. 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 I think my favorite two posts, and it's ridiculous that I have favorite posts. Like there's no other group <laughs> I'm a part of that I have two favorite posts from, but I do. And I just <laughs> remember both of them. One is Sam, uh, sorry, Costco here started selling LaCroix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just screamed. I'm so sorry. You're gonna blow out the mic. Hannah, when you sent me this post, oh my gosh, I was screaming. Keep going, keep going. Okay, so yeah, there's this photo of a woman who's obviously in the American Living in Perth page, just like grinning. Like I've never seen so much joy on someone's face so in front of a wall oh. of of LaCroix yeah and every there was like a million comments and so many likes it was amazing it was, it was incredible like the community around this one post about sparkling water beautiful <laughs> um and that was you know it was like a nice I didn't need any LaCroix I didn't um, either but I like loved the vibe around it and I do I do yes. sparkling water but the my second favorite was much more like oh that's so lovely a couple weeks ago somebody posted like I'm feeling a little homesick is there anyone, are there any meetups happening? And there weren't, but there was like, by the time I saw it, which was probably five hours after she'd posted it, there was like 15 comments saying, yeah. oh, you, you're always welcome to come here. Or I live North of the river. I live South of the river. You mm-hmm. can come here, grab a coffee with me anytime you want. Like, do you want to go out for lunch? Do you want to go for a walk? Yeah. It was just, it was so sweet. Just, there's like a real sense of kind of, you know, there's the goofiness around, oh my gosh I'm losing my mind I need to take a selfie of myself at the at the Costco, at Costco. with all of LaCroix and also this like <laughs> just real deep sense of community that's lovely yeah it's a really we have the most wonderful members I have to yeah. say um and uh, yeah I really welcome any Americans living in Perth to join um especially if you're needing support I will out the LaCroix post person because she's she's also administrator <laughs> Melissa but she's also one of my best friends and um I always say everyone every expat has the thing they cannot live without yes and for Melissa it's flavored sparkling water for me it's what's your ranch yeah Yeah. I like olive garden um salad dressing oh that (laughs) is good that is good what's yours so hard to get well I've had one in the past okay but it is readily available here. So that isn't my, it's not an issue here, but I've, I've been somewhere peanut butter. Yeah. I, when I lived somewhere where there was no peanut butter, that was like a genuine challenge. That is an issue. And you know what? The peanut butter, when I moved to Australia in 2005, was not good. Really? It was like awful. It has come so far. <laughs> I don't know, like craft changed their recipe or something because yeah. now I can eat like the craft peanut butter or maybe I'm changed because my mom for years used to send me Jif. Oh my we gosh. love to see progress. Yeah I love that. Yeah. Um yeah, anyways they've taken taken a, a bit of a detour but let's go ahead and dive in oh, yeah. to our culture quirk this week. <laughs> and Mary's bringing a culture quirk yeah. to us. So it'll be a single culture quirk and we are pumped because <laughs> we gotta get some additional viewpoints on this. So yeah, I kind of just thought of this one today and I don't know if you've talked about it. I don't think you have, mm-hmm. but mine is Christmas desserts Ooh. Mm-hmm. here versus at home. Yes. Um, and my, like I, I've married into a very English Australian family. Um, and my mother-in-law has been, been making um, 
Christmas cakes like most of her life. Yeah. She's been making puddings most of her life. It's like both of those items are central to Christmas in their family. She even made a Christmas cake. You know, it's the fruit cake for our wedding cake. Oh, which at the time I didn't know was our cake. So I, she made these beautiful cakes. She made these two beautiful cakes. They were our wedding cakes. And then when it was served to me at the reception, I was like, what is this? My husband, my husband was like, it's fruit cake. And I was like, oh, okay. I'll eat it because I think it would be bad if I didn't. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, it is. I feel like they talk about fruitcake in the States as being like a Christmas staple, but I think everyone has been like, no, thank you. So like there's songs about it and you hear about it, but like, I've never actually gotten a fruitcake or eaten yeah. a fruitcake. I've gotten one, but it's like a joke. Like you don't eat it. Like it, yeah. it literally just sits out. So here though, it is like a legit thing. It I is have- legit. Ah. Yes. So every Christmas she makes us Christmas cakes. She makes us a pudding. My husband hoards the puddings, like keeps them for years. Like he, we had one from 2019 last Christmas. Do they last? Yeah. They last. I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't eat it. Well, I guess he didn't die. <laughs> that is disgusting. I've yeah. Heard. I have a hard time with the cakes. So then, so with, so there was a Christmas cake, fruit cake for our wedding cake. She made two cakes, one cake. So my parents could take it home to my family. Oh, so my mom brought this cake to Christmas in Connecticut where my uncles needed like a an electric saw to cut it but and my uncles all loved it you know the rest of the family was like what is this but they loved it but my dad is addicted to her fruit cakes she sells them she's amazing she's always like when are you going to start making fruit cakes and then basically the answer is as long as my mother-in-law is alive there is no way I could ever make a fruit cake an American girl just shouldn't make these. <laughs> I'll never be good enough. That is so funny. Because in the States, I guess the big kind of Christmas tradition is cookies. Which yes, Co- is Christmas cookie really... exchange. Yeah. yeah. You want to know the most, I don't think I've told you this, the most shocking thing I'm about to out Jared. Oh, no. This is like first one of the episode of constantly just crapping on Jared <laughs> on these podcasts. But um, okay, we had a cookie exchange we were going to and I was making, I don't know, like those Hershey's Kiss, uh, oh, Hershey's yeah. Kiss, like, like peanut, peanut butter, butter cookies. Yeah. yeah. Jared was like, oh, cool. I'll make chocolate chip cookies. And I was like, I don't, what are you talking about? This is a Christmas cookie exchange. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Was I making cookies? So I'll make chocolate chip cookies. I was like, are you fool? There is a time and place. I love myself a chocolate chip cookie, but there's a time and place, man. And Christmas is not it. That is no calling. Jared. <laughs> yeah, he he ended up making Anzac biscuits instead. That's a little that was a good but... choice. Much better. Yeah. Much yeah. better. But, um, <laughs> that is horrifying. Yeah. Love the Christmas dessert court. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, so here we just eat, we have our pudding and our Christmas cake. And like I will make a um a pumpkin pie that we only have one friend who will eat it with us. Um because my husband won't eat pumpkin pie. <gasps> <laughs> and my son I have I haven't converted my son yet either so yeah listen I will just say that does mean it's more pumpkin pie for you it does, it does. wait I'm confused that they won't eat it 
No, he just hates it. He thinks it's disgusting. I just I think it's weird yeah. it to be a savory food because that's what I've gotten yeah. when I've tried to give it yeah. to people. I'm not into it. But also I feel like whenever I have a party, whenever I have either have like a Christmas in July or a um, Thanksgiving and I invite people over, everyone's always says like, oh, I'll, I'll at least try it. They're yeah. hesitant, but they'll at least try it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Do they try it? Yeah, he's eaten. Disgusting? He's eaten it. He's eaten it. He just doesn't choose to eat it for enjoyment oh. you know I've had enough Christmas cake now that I actually like my mother-in-law's Christmas cake now yeah. it was hard at first but I've yeah. been eating it for like you know 16 years so yeah oh my goodness it listen if you if you have too much uh <laughs> you've got our emails so yeah. hit us up no worries no so worries. I got to our dms you have before do it again <laughs> Although I, if it's not gluten-free, I will not be able to partake, which means she more just for you. Just, yes, just <laughs> noted, noted. Oh my gosh. So you kind of talked a little bit about how you came to Perth um, or to Australia as a whole. Mm. When you, when you guys came here um, just after you got married, so in 20, oh, sorry, no, in 2006, Six. Yeah. were you planning to like stay here? Like, was it a move, like a permanent move? It was, um, it was, for me, it was really hard because we really, we really tried in the States. We had friends there. Of course, my family was there. Um, I knew that at the time Graham was just sitting his exams for medical school. So I knew the chances were good that, so we came over for our wedding and we kind of said, if Graham could get a job within like a month and things were going positively, we would stay. So we left America going, see you later. Yeah. Um, Interesting. We didn't pack anything like, like we didn't pack any of our personal belongings. We just like came with clothes. I came with like one washcloth from my house. And then as I was leaving, my mom had matching candles on her like dining table and I stole one half of them. And that was kind of like the only household items we came with. So it was, we really started from zero. Yeah. Frame um, that washcloth. I was like I I don't even have it anymore. No. <laughs> Listen, at this point it might be a little bit right. Yeah, yeah. It's old. Now. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah. But yeah, I, I remember being like, oh, this is the only thing from home I have. Like yeah. they so when we home. so he got a job really fast. Yeah. Um, after we were married. So we I was like, okay, I guess we're staying. And it was really hard for me. It took me a couple of weeks to like really wrap my head around it. Um, that we were saying, and we also had a really rough start, um, just as young people, you know, with very little thing, you know, we just had very little to get started with. So it was, it was hard. And at the time there was a rental crisis in Sydney. So it was yeah. very hard for us to find a place to live. Wow. Um, so it was, it was tough, but you know, it was, it was still really great. Like we, yeah. we had fun, like really memorable time for us, but yeah, really definitely challenging. Yeah. And you were in Sydney for three years. Yeah, about that. Yep. And then we came out to Perth. I have a cousin who lives here, which is amazing. She was the first of my family to marry an Australian. Oh, wow. It's like a whole family oh, affair. Family thing. So um, she, she did it first. She came out to, she married a Perth boy. And so she was, she took us in when we came over to WA, they cool. looked after us until we found a place to live. And is she um, in the American in Perth page? She sure is. And she is always one of those people. If someone re- reaches out and is like, "Hey, I'm homesick. I want to meet up," she oh. always says, "You uh, come have a coffee with me." Oh, that's beautiful. So she's, 
she's been doing this a lot longer than I have. (laughs) Okay. So your cousin was here like before you. Um, So I guess she kind of like paved the way a little bit. How did your, like, so it wasn't kind of an out of the blue, oh my gosh, no one's ever thought of this experience for your family, but I'm, I'm sure it wasn't anyone's like ideal situation. How did that go down? Um, so my cousin moved out here in the eighties. Um, and so she's, she's really my second cousin technically. So, um, I used to get like postcards and Christmas cards from her when I was little of her, like out in like Mandra, you know, they had a property for a while. Um, so I remember it was like all bushland hay. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like looking at these photos growing up and being like, Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And I knew her brother well, so I kind of knew about it, but not really. I, I studied abroad for like six weeks and that's how I met my husband. Um, at the time, like I wasn't even thinking about my cousin being here. Yeah. And like, of course, I wasn't planning on meeting on anyone because it was just like I came out and did my um, my prac teaching. Um, so that's your student teaching for the Americans. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I just was not expecting it at all. My parents, like when I got home and I said I met a guy, my mom was not pleased about it. But my dad was like, I like this guy. He sounds great. And I don't know if it was because... Um, he was impressive or because he was just finally a guy that lived on another continent. I don't know. There you go. Was, yeah. So it wasn't the accent thing. Cause no, I don't think so. Super into my husband's accent. He <laughs> loves the Australian accent every once in a while. Like when we're having dinner with my parents, or even when they're just like zooming or whatever, he'll, he'll kind of say back a word that Jared oh, said, um, water is kind of the biggest culprit. Water. So anytime Jared says water, my dad will be like, Wada. Uh, he's going to listen to this and be like, oh, do I do that? Um, but he has changed his Siri to be Australian Siri as like, this was before, I, I think it would have been a year into Jared and I dating. My dad changed Aww. his Siri to Australian That's, Siri. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, super into the accent. Yeah, no, my parents were just like, they, they rolled with it. And then I was like, he's going to come visit, you know, and he came and he stayed at our house because at the time I was living in my parents' basement. So he lived upstairs with them. And my mom was got, she was pretty impressed at first. Cause like he got up early with her, had breakfast, made his bed. Like, <laughs> like the kid I, I get up at normal <laughs> adult things. And he, she's like, wow, amazing. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Hey guys, it's 1130. You know, Graham's like spent half the day with my mom already. I love it. Uh, so yeah, they, he grew on them pretty quickly, but I remember there being that moment, like after his first visit to see me thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, if I stay with this guy, I think I'm going to be, I might have to move to Australia. Like, and I remember getting scared. Um, but I also really like in that same instant, like thinking, oh my God, if I break up with this guy, I will never forgive myself. And I know like I'll be missing out on something amazing. Like it's just wasn't an option. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. They dupe you. The issue they is <laughs> they're too good. And then it's like, well, I guess if I want to keep this up, we got to figure out a way to be in the same country. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely had that moment. And yeah. I still sometimes, I think I've said this on the podcast before, like 
for all of us, like no matter what, one of us is going to have to be away yeah. from somewhere or something. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, in his yeah. case, I guess he did, he moved away from family a second time when coming to Perth, but, yeah. and while Perth is actually like kind of far from Sydney, it's not, <laughs> it's not the other side of the yeah. world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I think he's also, I married a very independent minded man who yeah. is just, you know, I think, I think his parents were probably more worried than my parents were when he moved to the States. Interesting. Like, I think he probably upset them, them more than when I moved to Australia, because by then my parents, like for them, it was just like this massive shock. Like, oh my God, he met this girl and now he's gone. Like yeah. it was so quick where with my parents, you know, they got to spend time with him and get to know him and you know, and then, and we kind of came to this state, my parents sponsored his American visa. So, so there was a lot of relationship building that happened in that. So very different context. Yeah, for sure. That makes makes a big difference. I Mm -hmm. think that you're kind of, you don't feel like then maybe you're sending your kid away to be with some rando, Mm -hmm. um, you know, on the other side of the world where they're super far away, but more like, okay, it's, like my child and this person that they love and we love and accept as part of our family and they have each other and they're, you know, which is a much, I have, I don't have kids and I definitely don't have kids old enough to get married. Um, (laughs) um, I can only imagine that that would be a much easier transition than just saying, Oh, well, see you. Yeah, absolutely. I need to see (laughs) you. My, my in-laws definitely had the harder end of the stick on that one. Like, yeah. and I think, you know, especially as my, it was my mother-in-law's eldest son, um, you know, her first baby. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's this American girl, <laughs> you know, it would have been really hard for her. And I will say she came out the first time we met her was for our wedding mm-hmm. in America, our very quick uh, wedding. Yeah. We, came, we gave her like a couple days notice to get to Indiana. So she... <laughs> She's just like had to jump on a plane (gasps) and she got there and we were married like two days later. So she had, I'm hoping that my family made her feel welcome enough that it was okay. Oh my god! I actually have a question. So you've mentioned your son a few times. Um, Are you the first one in your family to have kids? Is this your grand, like, is this your parents' first grandchildren, grandchild? Yes. It's the first grandchild on both sides. Wow. And you had it away from both of them. How was that? Hard. And I'm actually about to have my second child. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Next month. October. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Good month to have a baby. (laughs) It could be a Halloween baby. I don't know. It could happen. What a dream. (laughs) What a dream. (laughs) April 17th. (laughs) It is really hard having kids here by yourself. I will not lie. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to find some good friends before you go down that road is really important. Yeah. Um, and I think knowing an, about where you live, like your local community would be really helpful. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was tough. My parents came out, you know, my in-laws came out um, up until a few years ago, my parents used to come and they would winter here. So come for our summer. Oh, wow. So um, that was that like three months that they came for? Yeah. Yeah, wow. so that was great. And so they would they would get like an Airbnb close to us, and mm-hmm. you know just hang out for the summer. It was really lovely. Some really great memories. But yeah, it is tough. But you get used to it. Like you know, you just get used to fending for yourself and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I have a bit of a. It's not. It's not a funny question, but it's something that I like. Get really stressed about is the Australian school system. Is your oldest 
is he is he in school he's in school so he's in year one so we he had all pre-primary last year so I kind of like got broken in then okay um we belong to a beautiful school I really like um the primary schools here a lot I think they're wonderful he's having a much better like school experience than I had in any of the elementary schools I went to by far um the kind of weird thing for me though that took a while for me to wrap my head around was like there's no cafeteria they just like sit outside yeah and eat lunch on the ground <laughs> and they have like oh, what they call it a canteen or something like that where canteen you they have canteen yeah so I I still say to my son oh do you want to have hot lunch today and he'll be like what's that and I'll be like I mean canteen sorry, I'm not trying to scream in the mic I'm just this is so funny I'm sorry I'm sorry so yeah, but we only have canteen three days a week. So like there's two days a week where you have to make their lunch. Wait, like the school literally yeah. doesn't offer lunch three days a week? Or two, 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 two days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And is- the first two weeks of school, there was no canteen, which I was like, this is when I need it most. <laughs> the transition, please. Wait. Oh my hey, gosh. Sorry, this might be a personal question. I can cut it out if you don't want it. But um, is he in a public school or a private school? He's in a public school. So, you know, that's, yeah, I don't mind if you put that in there. He's in a public school. And I looked at private schools um, before he went into school. And I was just like, and my husband and I both agreed that public primary school was definitely by far good enough um, for his education to learn. Isn't that interesting that a public school doesn't have government funded meals? So I have talked about this with a lot of people. It's not a thing at any public elementary or sorry primary school or secondary school because in the state you're kind of go to like school food isn't like crazy high quality but it meets nutritional needs and for so many American kids like millions of American kids yeah it is how they get their nutrition in the daytime yeah yeah I and to the point where they started adding like at my elementary school and middle school and high school, they started adding breakfast yeah, as yeah. like, I think that was part of the public school program as they added breakfast as an option. Even when school was starting later, they wouldn't offer, you could like pick it up. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer months, they had breakfast and lunch. Yeah. If you like, you know, so it was. You needed it. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah, just nothing yeah. at all, is it? It is not. I was just talking to another mom about this recently, another American mom. And yet it's, I've definitely been at school helping where I've seen children have nothing in their lunch boxes and the children are not allowed to share their food. And it was really hard for me to watch. And I was just like, Oh, and I could see my son, you know, he knew, he knew that I would normally be like, share your food. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, you know, like I'm not allowed to share mom. And I'm like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I can hear the teachers yelling at you. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's, I don't understand. I think maybe some schools might have something. And I know at my school, like some teachers keep food in their desk yeah, yeah. for their students when that happens, but it's at their own expense. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, it's really different in that way. It's so, it just blows my mind for a country with such a strong safety net. But yeah. That yeah. seems like a real obvious yeah. gap mm. that even yes. the U.S. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I have been, I've been out to small community schools where they do serve food. Um, So when you're out in remote Australia, but there's like a community kitchen. So those, those school meals are made in the community kitchen. Um, So it does happen in some places in Australia, 
I just don't think it's really common in metropolitan areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said that you volunteer with the school or you've like helped out with the school. Oh, I just do like the, you know, like I'll come and help. Like I helped with some craft things last year. Um, they, there's a lot of parent participation you can take part in yeah, in cool. Australian schools as well, which is really nice, but way more than I think what you would get in America. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Last year, our school did the color run as a fundraiser. So I got to spray children with paint and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Did you find that that was helpful in integrating yourself into the Australian school system? Yeah. You know, I, I think there's so many, um, migrants here. Yeah. So I don't think it's too hard. Um, you still kind of get the American stigma. Um, I get really, I've been here a long time, but yeah. you know, I get still asked if I'm just visiting. Oh, <laughs> Which yeah. after 16 years, and I'm also an Australian, is yeah. Yeah. weird. But yeah. I'm like, no, I live here. Yeah, yeah, I am. The, I'm home. Yeah, so. I can show you my Australian <laughs> passport. Yeah. So, <laughs> 16 years. You said that your family used to. I mean, before things got a little bit more complicated, I'm sure with the border closures and everything. Um, yeah. They that your parents would come for the summer months. Um, how often did you generally go back? So I used to try to go home once a year. I had a few years pre-COVID where like it was too hard with work or whatever. Um, so I'd made, I think before COVID, my longest gap was two years of not seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, this month is, oh my gosh. I was last home in September of 2019. I don't even want to yeah. count that up. Um, and that is the last time I've seen my parents. So they have aged quite a bit since then. Yeah. Um, traveling is a bit harder, but I think they're thinking about coming up, coming up our later summer possibly. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, the older your parents get, the harder it is. And it's unfortunately something you have to face as an expat. You know, I am really lucky that I got that time with them here and they had the means and the ability to come. Many Americans in our community have never had their family visit, not even one person. And they've been here 20 years. Wow. So I, I'm so fortunate and I realize that there's other people in our community who haven't even had that luxury. So yeah, yeah it's just kind of, it's one of those things. Also, the longer you're away, um, mm-hmm. the weirder America gets when you go back. <laughs> yeah. Can you Sorry. talk more to that? Um, it's, it's really, I have watched America change from the outside. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's bizarre in a lot of ways you spend a lot of time missing an America that doesn't exist anymore. And that's definitely where I am. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a really different place. I mean, like since I moved in 2006, like most Uh, of the small businesses I used to go to have closed, they don't exist anymore. Um, You know, corporate America has really taken over in 2006, you know, Amazon was only just getting big. Like, you know, there there wasn't even like one day shipping yet. You know, Skype was like, newish yes. yeah yeah so it it was a there were no iPhones like it was really different um where now it's just like I go the malls are dead now like none of the malls were dead when I mm-hmm. left so when I go home I'm like oh my god what happened to the mall like it's yeah. so sad <laughs> and malls here are weird like malls are, malls are bumping <laughs> Malls are a thing here. I yeah, know. Like a big thing here. Um, I feel like I'm giving away all of my culture quirks, but, but like, yeah, they are huge. They're a huge deal here. And yeah. part of it's because like the grocery stores are in them. And so it's still, and 
online shopping isn't nearly as big here as it is in the States. No. It would be, that's, a, that's such a like mm. kind of beautiful and haunting <laughs> phrase. It is a very, yeah, I'm sorry, ladies. It will happen to you too, the longer you're here because no, it will, it moves on and it changes. Like my friends, like I still see my friends when I go home, I see my family and I love yeah. them dearly. But yeah, our, I'm changed because I've been living within this culture as well. So some of my views are probably <laughs> much more um, less American now um, yeah. than before. So, you know, and I've taken, I've, I just, yeah, it's, it's a huge, it's just such a huge yeah. difference. It's a really weird way to live. Cause yeah, you like, you're yeah. living in this past almost mm. and living in an Australian present. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. So um, obviously we have both been here less than five years, um, even combined. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of as we're like looking at our future here, um, do you have any kind of like tips or advice, um, or things to look out for that mm. um, you found helpful or that would be good to just even just keep an eye out for as we progress I think I think you already started doing the right things you got to find people who are on your road Mm -hmm. and you guys have found each other you have connected over this lived lived experience you're both having Mm -hmm. of you know you're of being migrants to this country Mm -hmm. um that's why I think Americans living in Perth is such an important group um because I really think you know, you can, I meet Americans out in the community who know, who don't know about other Americans here at all. Yep. And they always tell me how just isolated they feel. Yeah. And that is not necessary. There are, I think like before COVID, there were like 13,000 Americans in WA. Whoa. Um, really? Yeah, that was, yeah, a, that was a consulate statistic. Um, a lot of them went home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of Americans here. There's a lot of American business here. There's a lot of American investment here. So we're here, you know, you just have to find, find people who want to be found and find, find your people. Because I will say my expat friends are a pillar of my life here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, we celebrate Thanksgiving together, 4th of July, all those things. And they're really just important to my identity going moving forward and also people who are facing the same challenges as me with Mm -hmm. either immigration or raising children away from your families Mm -hmm. and wanting to share your culture um so yeah finding other americans people you like is just i think that's the number one thing honestly i have invited a lot of americans that i just like meet randomly i have invited them all to americans (laughs) and a lot of them are like i didn't i think i invited you into it I, you did. Yeah. Cause I was like, do you know about this Facebook page? And you were like, no. And I was like, here you go. Which is, I think one of the best things about it, like even just, I mean, listen, I would invite people I meet at a party and then never see again mm-hmm. because it, I don't have to be your person. Like I don't have totally. to be the yeah. pillar of your life here, but there's a, there's like more than 2000 people on this page. Yeah. yeah. There, I'm sure there's someone in there who is going to oh. like, absolutely absolutely yeah or offer or that just skill. yeah or just knowing a few americans that when it's like coming up to thanksgiving and you're like i can't find a turkey please yes. help me i posted that or, here. <laughs> <laughs> or why are there no cranberries in australia yeah. or just or just like i need it's to talk really to another american thing. or yeah 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 
Yeah, they don't grow them here. No, it's uh, yeah. They don't grow them at all. Oh, I guess it's it's very water intensive. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it would be an invasive plant. It's oh, not a native plant. Really? Oh, I, I mean, no, I yeah. Yeah. They're they're a cold climate plant. Yeah. I believe cranberries, yeah. Washington, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, and like Canada. Yeah. You can you can uh find jellied cranberries in like <laughs> at Kohl's always. Oh yeah, in the cans. And like the and jars. jars in the jars, yeah. yeah. In the jars, yeah. But they're always in a weird place. Like all yeah. like have you ever tried to find applesauce? Good luck. Yeah. I spent, it's with the baked good stuff. I bought it for my husband when he got his wisdom teeth removed. He was so weirded out because applesauce is more of a something you eat on the side of like pork. And I bought it to him as like a snack. And he was like, what are you doing? So I was looking in like the snack aisle and there was nothing, but I had to find it in like the condiment aisle. Oh, is that where it is? I think so. I, I think it's like near it's, the it's, like. I can never remember. So it's always like, you know, a needle in a haystack every time yeah, I go yeah, to yeah. buy it. 10 minute search also one of my favorite things is that I can't find like a plethora of sprinkles when I like want to decorate cakes mm. you can find like three different kinds oh, of yeah. sprinkles and that's it yeah I know there used to be a baking shop in Fremantle but I think it might have closed oh sad oh the American yeah. there's an American store in Frio have you been there's an American store in Frio Amer- and I, that I don't know store. about really I think so maybe it's hold on did you just say American grocery store I thought so. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. No way. <laughs> there is no way I would not know about that. Oh, no. Maybe it's an English one? No. I really There used to be cool. an American grocery called 50 States in Cannington, yes. and it closed down a few years ago. Um, and that's actually where Melissa, our administrator, worked. Oh, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't believe there is USA Foods, which is in Melbourne. Um, yeah, but online store. As far as I know, there's no American grocery store. If there is one, please. Not, though it's not showing up. <sighs> I could have sworn that I've seen one, but I there definitely is an English one, and maybe I just uh, maybe I saw it and was like, <laughs> oh, like wishing <laughs> I was manifesting it. <laughs> so funny. You might have been. Oh man, I wouldn't want it to be in. I work in Fremantle, yeah, but so I wouldn't want it to be in Fremantle if, yeah. <laughs> if we had one. It's like too hard to get to. <laughs> Oh yeah, fair call. That is that is really helpful though. The idea yeah. that um yeah, finding people I liked the idea of finding people who are on, on the same road mm. because yeah. it's night, you know. I think there's kind of a funny look at it if you're thinking, oh well, if you're moving somewhere and you only want to find other Americans, it's a weird vibe. And that's very much not it. Right. Like no. I don't know, you know, I think at that point you might consider if you're getting so homesick that you only want to be around other people from, yeah. from your home culture, that maybe there's a shift that needs to happen. But yeah. I think that it's, it is this idea that you're, you're meeting up with people who have this shared experience mm-hmm. who yeah. aren't going to ask, you know, you don't have to Google when you ask, you know, say goldfish, um, as yeah. a snack. like, you know, just things <laughs> that are, that you can kind yeah. of commiserate on things. And I think, um, it's helpful finding, you know, when Sarah and I are, uh, you know, Sarah's obviously been here a little bit longer than I have, but we're on kind of similar spots in our kind yeah. of starting out in our journey. But it's really amazing to like to be able to meet up and chat to and learn from and um Yeah. You know, and as as you get older, you know, parents pass away, family members pass away, you know, you can have that experience with almost any 
migrant to Australia? Like, what's that like going through that process here when maybe you can't go home? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so for those really important moments in your life where things are hard, mm-hmm. um, I think that's where those relationships are really important as well. And um, from all the Americans I know mm-hmm. um, and ones I've met, that that is something as you get older that is really important and important to have your your migrant friends for. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Life stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it has been. Yeah. Mary, thank you so much for coming. This has been so lovely. Yeah. What? It's Aww. amazing to have you on. And um, yeah, just it's it's interesting to think. In, yeah. Well, 13 years, 14 yeah. years. I think there's something so comforting to know that like you're doing well. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like it sometimes there are days where I'm like, is this gonna be okay? Yeah, like for example, when I have kids, you know, is this gonna be okay? Am mm-hmm. I gonna be okay? What I don't know. It's really comforting seeing somebody who's done it. Yeah, you're and not paving the way for yourself. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking at you being like, oh, actually, both my feet will be planted on the ground <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna be fine, you know? It will be fine. Yeah, it will be fine. And it doesn't mean you won't have those moments. Like I even last night, like I hadn't thought it in probably months and maybe more than six, seven months. I had that thought of, I just want to go home. Yeah. And like, I rarely have that thought anymore. Yeah. So like yeah. you, you find, you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, mm. I love your podcast. I hope more Americans in Perth listen to it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just hilarious. Cause a lot of the stuff you guys are going through, I remember going through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I, I listen to your podcast while I, while I like do the dishes usually. And so it just like makes me laugh. And yeah, Aww, really that's stuff. really sweet. Well, we are so grateful that you, you agreed to come on and chat with us today. And um, yeah, well, it's just very exciting to have you um, tuning in and, yeah. and like, and being our first guest that we had never met. No. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> huge well if you need more guests you let me know I know so many other Americans here I got the hookup if you want to meet the if you want to meet the sparkling water gal she's seen yeah she's like (laughs) famous in my mind I think about her on the semi-reg because I love that picture I will, so will be there joy. forever in my head. I love it so much. I think you need to meet Melissa. <laughs> I will so. love her. <laughs> I love it. Well um we uh as Mary knows we are on uh yes we're on Instagram and TikTok at will be right underscore podcast. Mary do you have anything to plug? You to- <laughs> um just if you know if you're a lonely American out there in Perth, come check us out. Americans living in Perth, you know we have events and parties and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yeah. love it, <laughs> amazing. Well, this week I think if you are eating uh, fruitcake for your Christmas dessert, or if you are um, enjoying pumpkin pie as the only person in your family mm-hmm. who will eat it, I think either way this week we'll be right. I think we'll be right. We'll be right. Yay! (laughs) Bye, everybody.